Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start uh, episode 246 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. This question was sent by Michael. He writes, Hi Vidas, I had private lessons with Michael Schneider in the 70s and 80s for 13 years. I'm very satisfied with my playing technique and don't have serious difficulties with the literature. I had a 30 years break settling in my job and having a family with two kids. In 2010 I discovered the Hauptwerk software and bought a free manual console and several sample sets. I took up practicing again and brushed up most of my repertoire. A few pieces are still open. Uh, jazz, Bach, Toccata in F major, Prelude and Fugue in E flat major, and in E minor, Dupre, Opus 7. Um, but this is only a question of time, not of difficulties. At present, I am studying Carillon of Westminster by Verne. It is almost finished. My challenge is to keep all these pieces warm so that I can play them without too much preparation time. If you are interested in my performances, go to counterbombard.com and search for Bart Flöte. B-A-R-T-F-L-O-E-T-E. My musical nickname. All the best for you and Osha and thanks again. Best regards, Michael. Uh, so, Michael... Uh, can play quite a difficult repertoire also, right? Actually, very difficult. All the pieces that he named are, you know, the, the top difficulty level. Dupre mm-hmm. uh, Opus 7, those three preludes and fugues in G, G minor, I believe... Um, it's B major, then G minor, and then final G minor. G minor. So difficult to play, especially G minor, I think. Yes, yes, and I played B major. It's challenging too, mm-hmm. fugue especially. And we have heard some not very successful performances of these three pieces by quite a famous American organist. So yes. that's a quite a challenge. Yes, and uh, Toccata in F major by Bach. It's a. It could be a very long and tedious piece. To play if you are not careful, if you are not playing musically. And those cadences in the toccata section, I think, are the hardest thing in that piece. And of course, E flat major prelude and fugue, that's a, probably a pinnacle of, of Bach's writing uh, in general for organ. Uh, so you, you would. Uh, you would probably enjoy tremendously while just practicing this piece, not only performing it. True. And then, you know, he mentions the Prelude and Fugue in E minor, and I believe he means probably a wedge, yes? Wedge, yeah. Yes, which is, I think, one of the hardest pieces for organ that Bach wrote. Even harder than E flat major Prelude. I would say so, yes. Because of the fugue, probably, true, running true, passages true. and virtuoso texture. And it's also long. This is the E-flat major. Mm-hmm. So his challenge is to keep all these pieces warm and 
be able to play them without too much preparation time. That's very simple, right, Osho? He just, has to. He has to play them. Play them all the time, and yes. uh, and let's say let's say he has a repertoire of about one hour, right? Toccata and fugue in F major, that's 15 minutes. E flat major, another 15 minutes. Well, that's 17. A little more than uh, E minor, so what uh, three quarters of an hour more probably. And you play opus seven, so that's more than an hour, I think. Oh, it's much more than mm-hmm. an hour. Because Dupre three preludes and fugues is like an, half an hour already. Well, I would see probably more because that G minor, the middle one, is in a slower tempo. And Carolyn of Westminster by Vierne, so that would conclude his hour of Bach and and Vierne, and Dupre in addition. Half an hour or so. Well, that's like, you know, the two recitals, I would say. Almost two Almost recitals. Almost two recitals, mm-hmm. yes. One and a half at least. So if he has to uh, keep these pieces warm, he has to play them not necessarily every day, all things, but uh, to have a plan, to have a plan to play them regularly. Well, let's say you choose two pieces for each day that you will, you know, work up and repeat on. And, you know, the next day you will do another two pieces and just keep going like that and keep rotating. Yes, Bach F major, E flat major, and then E minor, three, Dupre, three more, that's six, and seven, Vierne. So... Basically, yeah, in three days he can he can do brush up. Yes, and you know it. It doesn't matter. There is no a magic trick that you know you learn pieces and you will be able to play them after ten years, let's say, without practicing them. No, you you need to you know to keep practicing and to keep refreshing them. Of course, it you know always depends how how well you learned them for the first time. For example, did you play it with, you know, the same fingering all the time? Because this makes things easier for you than, you know, to to repeat and to keep it in a good shape. Let's suggest to to Michael to memorize. Would that be helpful in, in, in the long run? Well, yes and no. Don't you think it's harder to keep, you know, things in your memory than to read it from a score? Uh, yes, he, he doesn't have to perform from memory. He just have to, he has, has to learn it, you know, inside out. And then when he, the time comes to perform from the score, it would be easier. Yes, true. But, you know, you can do that if you have a lot of time. So it depends on your schedule. Mm-hmm. And, for example, for some people, when you learn something to play from the memory, it's very hard to go back and to play it from the score. You need to keep that in mind, too. I Not see. to everybody, but for some, yes. Interesting. Um, so what else could uh, Michael do? What would you do in Michael's shoes if you had uh, a plenty of time and uh, 
and would like to learn those pieces and keep them warm in your repertoire, in addition to practicing them regularly, maybe twice a week? Well, what helps me, actually, is to play, you know, my repertoire in a slow tempo. This sort of keeps everything well under my fingers, and, you know, then I can play, you know, pieces for a long, long, long time without ruining them. If you play them in the concert tempo, you can get carried away and True. don't notice True. details and ruin the performance. Yes, because things might get muddy when you practice you know, all the time in a fast tempo. Of course, people you know think, oh, if I will play it fast, you know, then I can play more pieces, and that's what we do. But that's a, I don't think that's a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. You have to think long term. What would today's practice mean for you three months later. And I think it especially applies for, you know, practicing Bach's works because they are so polyphonically complex pieces and you can, you know, miss miss many important details while practicing in a fast tempo all the time. And uh, one last thing, obviously, if you are so good with those pieces like Michael is probably then it would be uh, wonderful to go out and play in public. Of Don't course. you think? And I think for he, that's what he does. You no, know, he has his speech. Yes, on the YouTube. Uh, but that's in public. You know, he records himself and publishes. But I mean, in live performance, maybe in church setting, maybe in concert settings, even. True. Go out in his area, make friends with local organists, and arrange recitals. Yes, and another you know suggestion for for him would be that since all these pieces that he mentions, he played them you know a long time ago, and now he is repeating them. So maybe it's time to learn something new that he haven't played before. Ah, I see. Yes. If you only repeat uh, your repertoire from the past, you are not really advancing, right? Well, you are advancing, but... You are advancing, but you're not... You're not as expanding your repertoire. You're not expanding your musical horizons. True. Mm-hmm. So that is great final advice, also. And I think, you know, because you know, he studied with Michael Schneider, yes, as mm-hmm. he mentioned in his letter... And sometimes we think that we will not be able to learn new pieces without, you know, a mentor or, you know, a teacher. Which is not true. Which is not true. Because if you have already, you know, learned so much hard repertoire, I'm sure you can do something on your own too. And teach others if you like. Thank you guys. This was Vidas. And Osha. Please send us more questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.